chat about step five a little bit at least for tonight I don't know if it'll take us into tomorrow night I guess we'll see how it goes so step five admitted to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs so this is from the writing book so I'll tell you the questions and you can go home and journal about them or you can just think about them as I read them whatever works for you The prep is, in step four, we made a searching and fearless moral and financial inventory of ourselves. We identified and wrote in detail about our personal strengths and defects. We noticed how those defects created problems, dictated our choices, and formed patterns of destructive and self-destructive behavior throughout our lives. Affecting our relationships with our parents, spouses, siblings, children, relatives, teachers, friends, employers, co-workers, and perhaps most importantly, our higher power. Write about. Have you begun to change your patterns of behavior as a result of step four? In what ways? So, again, I'm not, I don't have like a ton of notes here so I just kind of answer from the gut as if we were in a regular GA meeting I think that I have changed my patterns for sure it's really it's a little confusing because I was in treatment when I did step four the first time and so who I started becoming after treatment till today, it's it's always changing and evolving. But I don't know if it was like the whole treatment package. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have a benchmark of time where it wasn't that way. I think I talked to the chaplain the day or day before I left. Whatever. So I guess I guess the answer is yes. I mean, I, I do change my patterns because of step four. And even just doing it with you guys last month, uh, I'm not sure if you've caught it, but I keep saying, oh, there's another, you know, another character defect. Things have been showing up all month to show me what I need to work on next, I guess. What has working step four meant to your life? I guess it's meant try I it's meant being prepared or knowing how to take feedback even from myself, you know, and avoiding criticism from other people might have been a challenge before. So that would be a defect in itself. So just kind of being more kind to myself and forgiving if I'm not perfect but continuing to work on stuff as I go along. Step five, admitted to ourselves and another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. It isn't about forgetting our wrongs. 
It's about putting our guilt over them into proper perspective. Carrying a heavy burden of guilt stops us from moving forward. We need to let go of our guilt and put it in the past so we can focus on our lives today. Write about, have you forgiven yourself for your illness and the damage it caused? Have you come to terms with the true nature of the illness and your powerlessness over it? I've forgiven myself for sure. A lot of my damage was just to myself. And I think because I've had, I don't know, is it a like an aha moment or a spiritual awakening or whatever I have where all this all this information and ideas have downloaded into me and I know that everything in my past has a place in the future I'm developing. Not that I should be hanging out in the past, but it helped define me for the second part of my life. Have I come to terms with the true nature of the illness and my powerless? Absolutely. And that's what I want to help educate people on. You know, it is an illness and it, all I could think of is zombies. Whenever I see that word powerlessness and I think about what that feels like from when I was gambling and that, that zombie mode of just going to the ATM or the window over and over and over and over again and not having any sense until they finally just wouldn't stop giving me money, not having any sense to ever leave at a, at a middle point. So if I couldn't leave when I was up or down or I just never would leave until I couldn't get anymore. That's pretty powerless. Am I still carrying guilt? Am I willing to put it into proper perspective? So I don't think I am carrying a lot of guilt. Are you? And, and it has to do with, well, I guess that is the proper perspective. The fact that I know it educated me for everything that comes next. And what is coming next, I mean, part of it is me sitting here with you. If I didn't gamble and I didn't recover, I wouldn't be here and be able to talk to you. See? So everything has its purpose. Are you willing to admit your defects to another human being, knowing that it's the first step of letting go of your guilt over the wrongs that resulted from them? Do you feel you deserve to be freed from the guilt? If not, what must you do to allow yourself to feel deserving of being freed for it? I've seen so many people struggle with the guilt and the shame, and I, I associate it with other people. Like the reason they felt so strongly that way is because they impacted other people. I, for me... Once I downloaded my bad choices and bad deeds and everything to that chaplain, I know it said earlier to um, not forget them. And I don't know that I forgot them, but I don't dwell on them. I don't, my values have shifted since telling him, you know, that stuff. My values have definitely changed once I got all that out of my system. It was like, almost like I gave myself a clean slate. I wouldn't have said that until, you know, maybe the last six months when I really seen who I want to be and what my value system is, is like. I try to admit my defects 
So are you willing to admit your defects to another human being? And, well, knowing it's the first step of letting go of your guilt over your wrongs. So I think that that comes with step 10, which we'll obviously talk about in October. But I admit my defects out loud to whoever almost. And because I live a life that's different now, I don't have a whole lot of guilt because I'm not doing anything to feel guilty about. That's a big part of what's different. And then if not, what must you do to allow yourself to feel deserving? I'll, I'll tell you guys, everybody's deserving of forgiveness and freedom and hanging on to that guilt and shame. It has a purpose, but it's a tool in healing, I think. And then we got to let it go. It, it doesn't serve you. And if you just think of it that way, if I, this was one of the things that somebody did in a past speak off, she had a nail and she said, well, if a nail, if you were stepping on a nail, you wouldn't keep stepping on it because it hurts, right? You get rid of the nail because it's not serving you. And I think you should do the same with guilt and shame. Wow. Imagine if I just used the music as a <laughs> cue to shut up on some other nights. Okay, well, that's step five. We'll see. Maybe we'll do a little more of it tomorrow. Have a good night, beautiful people. Bye.